It's Wednesday, man, and we have made it back to the midweek chat. It's your boy Ruck in the building today, man. Welcome to Straight Up Tennessee, man. It's going to be a banger of a show like we told y'all this week. And this show, we have the boy Lance Asher who joined us last year, man. Big Kentucky fan. How in the world, how in the actual world has he lived in Tennessee his whole life? But all things Kentucky, and you got to respect him because it's not just Kentucky basketball. Typically, when you hear about a Kentucky fan, typically they are only a Kentucky basketball fan. No, it's all things Kentucky for him, and this is going to be a fun, fun midweek chat. We're going to talk all things Tennessee, Kentucky. What is his? What are his thoughts right now of this Kentucky team? Can Kentucky win this game? I mean, again, I feel as if this is one of those where Kentucky's playing at home, and that Feels like right now the only upside they have on Tennessee going into this game. Tennessee is the roster's way better. Um, the, the, the talent is better, but we have struggled on the road. And so we're going to get Lance's thoughts on that today. But y'all know how we do in these midweek chats. We also have pump the gas or hit the brakes, and he's going to do it with us. So it's going to be fire. Uh, can not wait. Y'all get locked in, man. It's going to be a great show today. Wherever you're listening from, thank you already you already know what it is man it's straight up tennessee baby welcome to the midweek chat of kentucky week It just feels like I'm back with my family on a Wednesday. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Ruck, today. And, uh, man, it's Wednesday. We've made it to the middle of the week, which means this is the midweek chat. Man, you know what to do. It's the top of the show. Like, comment, subscribe. Hit the bell notification right now so you never miss an episode literally y'all we are cooking right now this thing is going to get to 900 subscribers before the georgia game here in about three weeks so let's continue to like and comment man subscribe man join the channel 99 cents guys 99 cents you won't even see it come out of your uh out of your account uh and it just shows the love and the support of the straight up tennessee family with a 99 cent membership you not only get uh, access to calling cards and different things like that on uh, the channel, but you will also get invited to our Straight Up Tennessee Discord channel. This is the place, y'all, that you want to be. I'm telling you, we talk every day, all things Tennessee football, basketball, you name it. Like, we are talking about it as a group. Um, right now, I think it's like 10 or 12 of us, man, and you can be next. Hop on in there, 99 cents a month, bro. You're going to get to tap in with us as long and as much as you want. Some people be talking in there at midnight. I'm asleep at that time, but you can talk in there if you want to. Um, shout out to the people listening right now on Apple and Spotify. You guys are continuing to build 
this as well. Like what you're doing on those two platforms, I see it. Like we can see it on the back end and see how much love and support the audience size has doubled this year in foot since football season started. So literally, if you were looking on YouTube, I'm doing a heart. I love you. I appreciate you. Um, and it is going to continue to be a wild ride. But go ahead and continue to rate us five stars, man, and let people know why they need to be rocking with straight up Tennessee. Listen, y'all. There's still a sour taste in my mouth about the Bama game. And I think it just kind of the flesh, the, the wound reopened. Um, Dylan Sampson, Coach BJ, Alec Ablin, uh, a couple more guys met with the media on Tuesday. I listened to Dylan Sampson's interview, and uh, you can just feel how hurt those guys were from that loss. Tennessee started that game way too well to end up losing the way we did. And I just feel like we have to bring some type of different we have to bring a different level of intensity heading into uh, this weekend, a night game, Kroger Field. The fans going to be kind of crazy, even though Kroger Field's literally it sits like 60,000. Like it's not that big of a field, not that big of a stadium. It's still going to be lit. And uh, you give any fans literally almost 18 hours of drinking, um, they're going to be turned up. So, I'm telling you, they're going to get there at 5 a.m. They're going to drink from 5 till 6. They're going to drink for about 11 hours, and it's going to be turned. And so I'm anxious, man. I'm excited for this football game. But the wound did reopen for me, and I thought I was over it on Monday, but I wasn't. And so, you know, I I'm looking forward to this game. I, I Like I said on Monday, guys, like I truly believe this. I truly believe that Tennessee has the better roster. Tennessee has the better coaching staff. Tennessee has the better talent. But as we know, none of that truly matters, right? Like, it matters, <clears throat> but at the same time, it doesn't in a game like this. 7 p.m., you're on the road if you're the Vols, and you're so accustomed to beating this team. Like, it's just what we've done in the past. It's just so easy to say, ah, it's Kentucky. And us as fans should be saying, ah, it's Kentucky, because that's how I feel. I'm like, it's Kentucky, bro. Like, I don't feel like this when we talk about Tennessee-Kentucky basketball, because we already know that's a split game every single year. And then when we play again, it'll be the third time, and that's really how we decide which was the better team every single year, right? But in football, you get one shot every single year, and Tennessee's won more than Kentucky has over the years. Um, when the Battle of the Barrel was a big thing and the barrel would go from Tennessee to Kentucky and Kentucky to Tennessee, like it stayed in Knoxville for longer stints of time. And it's just something that Tennessee is used to doing. It's beating Kentucky. And me as a fan, us as fans, that's why we say Tennessee's going to win this game outright. We have no doubt. But the 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 the, the realist side of me is you got a Tennessee team who's more talented, right? who has the better roster, better coaches, but they have struggled on the road. And guess where you have to play Kentucky? You got to go on the road. You got to go up there. And it's going to be at night. So there's a lot of things that still are just blurry for me. And I just don't know how to 100% feel about it. But um, all in all, I'm still extremely confident and excited about this football game, man. So um, like I told y'all, though, it's the midweek chat, and we got the boy Lance Asher 
with us. So we're going to bring Lance on here and uh, we're going to chop it up, man. We're going to talk a little bit about Kentucky, talk about what he's seen this year through seven games. Um, I think their bye week came at a good time, but this also happened for Kentucky two years ago when we went up there with Josh Heupel's first year. They came off a bye week and it was a slinger, bro. Like it was one of those games where it was like, okay. Here's a punch. Okay, Tennessee throws a punch. Kentucky throws a punch. Then Tennessee throws two punches. And then it was like when the two punches were thrown and Will Levis threw the pick six to Elante Taylor, the game was kind of put to sleep. What happens this year? I don't know, but we're going to chop it up and talk about it. Let's see if we can get the boy Lance on here. Hey. What up? Ah, I see it. I see Kentucky dad. I see it, man. I yes, sir. We don't need that in my life. I don't need it in my <laughs> life, but I need you in my life. I'm glad you're rocking with us tonight, bro. Hey, today, always happy to this see morning. You. Um, bro, I, I listen, people know that you and I talk basketball probably more than we will talk football with each other. For sure. And that's literally like a few days away. I know. I almost like, wore my Kentucky. Amazing. I almost wore a Kentucky basketball shirt, and I was just gonna make a joke as soon as we started. Like we're we're talking about basketball tonight, right? <laughs> we will be. That's kind of my feelings about the football season so far. But we'll we'll get into that. And uh, Speak, yes, basketball. Speaking is of basketball, this is this is kind of crazy. Come I on. was not expecting Tennessee to be picked to win the league. As like I didn't, I knew we would be good. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't, I just didn't see that with how much talent Kentucky got, obviously, with their young, very young again. What that's just that's just normal for Kentucky. Yeah. Um, right. How much talent they got. You can't really sleep on uh got uh Chris Beard getting hired at Ole Miss. Like he's gonna have talent. Give nah. them give watch, just wait, wait and see what happens there. And then I mean, gosh, Alabama's still got guys, and so it's yeah. kind of like What's going to happen in the league this year? I feel like we really will. This will be the the second year in a row where we literally beat up on each other and just hope we all get seated well in the tournament and Absolutely. all can get to the, the later rounds. I totally we're agree. Gonna, we're going to beat up on each other, bro. We always yeah. do. Like the la Last year was the first year where I was like, okay, the SEC is a legit basketball conference, and, yeah. and we beat each other up all year, and then we got to the tournament, and was fatigued the everybody everybody yeah. and it yeah, i think that's the ultimate reason why you know we didn't get to where we thought anybody really got to where yeah. we thought we could have i think that's a good way to put it i, I agree i think the sec is going to be a bloodbath uh both i mean the east and the west probably both but mainly the east i, I think is going to be really tough and i this is i uh i read uh jeff borzello's way too early top 25 from last week on espn and he had kentucky uh at 16 which I, I think is too low personally because obviously I'm a Kentucky fan, but I, I didn't know until I was reading further down the article, it's the lowest preseason ranking for a John Calipari Kentucky team ever. And this might be the most talented roster since, what, 14? I think it's the most talented roster we've had at least since 17, which was uh, Malik Monk, De'Aaron Fox, and Bam Adebayo's team. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's a pretty disgusting team. Uh, <laughs> and I'll never forgive Luke May for making the world's easiest jumper to win that game in the elite eight. Mm. I will, I will say on record, I, I cried after that one. There's a few yeah. sports memories of my, in my life. I've cried after and that was, <laughs> that was one of them. So, Oh, uh, 
It, it should be fun. And here's what I, I've i been saying this about football, but I truly can't wait for this about basketball, bro. Like the fact that you get Texas and Oklahoma next year. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be really bro, fun. Bro, get your popcorn. Like, can you imagine? Let's just imagine like t- Kentucky having to go to Austin to play in a game. Like, bro, oh, I'm, I'm going. Ready. Right? I'm like if Tennessee's lo- oh. going to Austin. Yeah, I'm pulling up. Like we played Texas in a in a back to back in the I got, last two years, but oh yeah, that's right. We uh, so my wife has family that lives in Austin, literally, and so uh, they're like 35 minutes from from UT's campus. So I uh, I will 100 percent be going bro, down there. That's, for gonna, those that's games. an experience, bro. Um, but I'm I'm excited. I, I do think people are sleeping on Kentucky this year a little bit, and I get why. I mean, the postseason uh, depression over the last couple of years is. I get it. I really do more than anyone, I think. Uh, but I, I, I just don't think I think people are like, I don't know what this is going to be. And I think that's yeah. a little bit fair, but I, I know what it can be. And I, I texted you this a few weeks ago. Like, I really do think we're going to win the national championship. I'm not even right. joking. I'm 100 percent. Right. in. we if Luke. everybody's healthy and we got we got we have three people that are seven foot or taller. That's new for us. What did they uh, say, though? That dude's not playing. Coach Cal said they, they're sitting out the the dude from what croatia croatia yeah big z he um yeah. no he all he said was that he's not play, he didn't play in the blue white scrimmage the other night that was the only thing oh, they were it. saying that's it Got he it. made a comment like hey don't expect this guy to come in immediately and be like a, a world-changing player i think yeah. he's trying to manage expectations but i mean the kid's a good player seven one played in europe you long know long guy can, yeah he can dribble the foot <laughs> he can dribble zavonimir ivisic i think yeah, I with a name like I, that, you I'm can't trying to start. practice that because it's gonna. I know <laughs> I'm gonna have to say it later, but. <laughs> <laughs> bro, let's talk about this football team. Let's talk about this game on Saturday, bro. Tennessee, yes, Kentucky, up there in Lexington, 7 p.m. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to even look at the weather. Um, I, uh, it's, I it's typically I colder there. Um, yeah, without a doubt, especially in the evening. Exactly. I, I'm just interested, but it's it's looking like. It's looking like it's going to be a, a a warm a warm night, about 70, 75. All um, right. But when you look at this game, aside from the game itself, right, Tennessee has dominated this rivalry. Um, it's just been one of those things where it's like every single year, <clears throat> Kentucky starts hot, and then it just it just falls flat. It's like people just like, okay, we see what you're doing. Okay, if we stop this one person, we're going to win the game. So, yeah. from your point of view, though, like, what have you liked about this team this year? What do you like? What are you seeing? And, uh, you know, what, what do we need to look for as Tennessee fans going into Saturday? Yeah, I think the main thing I like is that the offensive line from this year or from last year to this year is a massive improvement. And that was the biggest complaint I think every Kentucky fan had about last year's team. I know that it was funny because like every other fan base, like other than Kentucky seemed to blame like only Will Levis and I get it. But like the rest of us were just like, are you guys seeing this offensive line? Like this is the worst thing that's ever happened, you know? Exactly. So I'm not, I'm not saying that Will Levis was perfect. He certainly wasn't, but, um, but yeah, I, I think seeing that be an improvement is great. And that's, what's so frustrating, man, about Devin Leary. I, I hate to, I hate to poop on a, a kid who's playing a sport in college, but like, I think it'd be fair to say that we haven't gotten, we haven't got what we were told we were getting. Um, 
at all. I mean, even with Liam Cohen coming back to be the offensive coordinator, you know, he was at Kentucky two years ago for Will Levis's first year, left to go back to the Los Angeles Rams for one season. Uh, we had Rick Scangarello as our offensive coordinator that we hired from the 49ers, which was clearly a disaster. Yep. He leaves. We got Liam Cohen back. And one of the things that he said in his presser when he got back on campus was one of the reasons I was excited to come is because of Devin Leary. I was excited to coach him and have an offensive system within a minute. And like, I don't think he would just say that if it wasn't true, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah, it's, it's, it's strange, man. I, 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 I'm glad we made some improvements where we needed to, but uh, it, it is frustrating that we haven't had the quarterback play that, that we, we really wished we or had hoped that we were having. And that's, I feel like that, that maybe that's true for every team, but it's kind of been the story of the last few teams for us that have been decent teams is like, there's always like one freaking glaring thing, yeah. you know? And so like, I, I think our defense this year is, is as solid as it's ever been. That's, I think it, it wins us a lot of games. And I think that's why we win a lot of games early in the season is defense um i think at one point we were leading the nation in defensive touchdowns that's probably not true anymore or maybe it is i'm not sure um i know that uh maxwell harrison still leads the sec in interceptions right now yeah with five and i mean and he's returned at least two or three of those that i can remember for a touchdown so i mean it's you know there's a lot of things to to like about this team and uh you know i think you have to have realistic expectations to a certain point like this is kentucky we're talking about football. Are we going to be competing for a national title every year? Probably not in my lifetime. I'm not sure. Maybe. <laughs> but like Mark Stoops is in his 11th year. He's like the second longest tenured head coach in the SEC after Saban. Uh, you know, he's had a lot of time to build something. And you can look around the league and like no one else has really had that. And I think that's why we've had like some success. Mm -hmm. And I, I think we've reached that point, though, where it's like, the fan base isn't satisfied with like seven, eight, nine win seasons anymore. Like it's like 10, 10 or more is like the hump that we need to get over. And yeah. that's why like I, I could have handled losing to Georgia by a touchdown or two or three, maybe even, but like losing the way we did was embarrassing. I mean, it was, that was downright upsetting, <laughs> you know? And like, and it's not, and I, it drives me insane though, because after the game, you have Stoops going like, you know, it's that's that's a, this is on me. I I didn't have my team prepared, and I'm like, huh? What? Like, what did you guys think you were about to walk into? You know, <laughs> this is this is this is Athens, Georgia, on a Saturday night. Like, yeah. what what did you yeah. not what did you not know that you needed to know? Like, yeah, hustle, play hard. You know, it was like bonehead mistakes, like right off the gate. It's like, all right, you know, settle down, let's get this. But no, it, it was off the rails immediately, and it's like. Well, that, that's not going to fly, you know, when, when Tennessee comes to town and, you know, it's not it's not like y'all have anything to lose. Like everybody's playing for something now because, you know, everybody's got a couple of losses and uh, yep. it's really it's really going to I think I think this one's going to be a big one for, for either team that wins it. I, and that always seems to be a little true every year uh, mm -hmm. to some extent. But I, I think that this. Um, had we won the Missouri game. I would be a little less like I would be a little less desperate to win this one, maybe if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, but that, having, that's how we feel. That's how we feel about what happened last Saturday to us at Bama. It's like sure. you win that Bama game. You're kind of like, I right, you beat Bama. Now you better not go lose to Kentucky, but if you do, you're kind of like, whatever. Make it a good one. And you're, and it's Kentucky in, in Lexington. So, yeah, 
you know, but yeah, yeah I, I think it's going to be a big one, man. I, it's uh it's been a weird season. Hasn't really played out exactly the way everybody had thought. And, you know, especially after the Florida game, I was like, all right, let's roll. You know, we yeah. like, we smacked them. Like Smack. I watched that whole game. Tennessee was playing um, South Carolina that day. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were tailgating the whole day. We didn't play till 7 PM. We watched that whole game. We just want, I mean, I, from the first run that Ray Davis had, I was like, I think they're going to blow them out. And he just. I, Dude, he was a monster in that one. Bro, he and, went crazy, bro. And that's what, again, you can't. I don't know if there's any, like, any college football team that's won a national championship in the last 25 years that where, like, the running back was the best player on the team, but the quarterback was, like, one of the worst. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. if you have it, if you have a next level, like, otherworldly running back great that's a huge get but that quarterback has to count for something and that's that's where Devin Leary has to step up especially in a game like this if he wants to be remembered for anything other than being a disappointment at this point and I again (laughs) I hate to say that I feel so bad but like (laughs) sports is tough it's it's tough man and fan bases are lethal and and Kentucky uh for better for worse like the football fan base is really starting to expect a lot more out of the program and I think everyone's feeling that you know so yeah you got you got stoops out here telling telling fans to pony up for you know more money for nil collective stuff and it's bro like, i was literally about to ask you about what did you think about <laughs> the comment after that georgia game on the mark stoop show when he says what he says about you know georgia bought some pretty good players and i i, I just I don't think he's like the the statement's not wrong. Exactly. It, but yeah. the timing was really, really bad. Yeah, you just don't want to hear your coach saying stuff like that after after taking a big old fat L, especially. No. You know, and it's the like the timing I was mean, like horrible, on. man. You're not wrong, but he's making a he okay, and this we may need to save this for the basketball episode because the NIL problem at Kentucky is a is a fascinating debacle. Uh, there's there's some like high level weird old money politics going on that's it, it's actually preventing Kentucky from from really doing nil the way it should. I mean, we should yeah. be like the best, if not one of the top two or three, like in making this a real legit thing. And our as a as a school, we are yeah. we are failing and and very behind. So, uh, but yeah, well, we'll that's a longer conversation for another mm, time. I love it. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I didn't I didn't think too much about it. I mean, you know people say stuff, you know, maybe he wishes he wouldn't have said that the way he did. But like you said, he's not really wrong. I mean, like, again, that for better, for worse, like it or not, however you feel about it, the NIL thing has, has obviously turned into the, the exact uh, worst version of what everyone feared it could be. Um, And and I say that as a, as a person who was like very outspokenly a proponent of it. And I still, I still am in like at the end of the day, uh, you know, I think anybody should have the right to make money off of their own name, image, or likeness. That just seems like a reasonable yeah. thing to me. Uh, as long as they get me a NCAA basketball and an NCAA football game, I don't care. Like, exactly. just get me the games in 24, please. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, I don't know. Well, it, that it's going to be chaos for a while on that front until, uh, until things settle down, you know? Yeah, yeah I think, you know, by the time Alabama too, kids or whatever, but uh, <laughs> for sure, know, I think Alabama's having sure. the same thing. Like 
uh, Clemson, Dabo does not want to hit the transfer portal. He doesn't care about NIL. And and you're seeing it show up in their, the players you're getting, the people that are leaving and things like that. Yeah. And so it truly is changing college football for the better for some and for the worse for others. And so it's yeah. kind of like people have to figure out where they're going to fit in right now. But yeah. um, it's weird. It is very weird. I You just never thought that, you know, it, college football was a business. College sports was a business at first, but now it's become more of a business as players have been more involved financially in yeah. what's actually going on there. So Yeah, and I think um, it's made the NCAA upset, which oh yeah, good. everyone hates the NCAA, and rightfully so. It's it's kind of a... It's a, terrible. It's a it's a it's an awful situation out there, but it's, ter- it's terrible. Somebody's got to go clean that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not me. I'm just watching as a fan. Y'all got that. Yep. yep. Lance, talk about this, bro. Um, what matchup Saturday are you really looking for? So, for me, you know, I was going to talk about this a little bit on Friday, which I still will, still am. There are some key matchups all over the field Saturday. For sure. And, um. One biggest thing is Tennessee's defensive line versus Kentucky's offensive line because Tennessee's yeah. literally still top top three in the conference for sacks, uh, top ten in the country for sacks and tackles for loss. What is a good? What is a matchup that we all really need to keep our eyes on? Uh, it, that is maybe a strength for Kentucky that we may know or we may not know leading into this game. Yeah, I I think um, I think. I think seeing what version of our rushing defense is going to show up will be interesting because I mean, and you're, you're the Tennessee fan. So, so help me guide this, but like over the last couple of weeks, I I feel like you guys have kind of started to do like the Kentucky thing where it's just like, Hey, we're going to run the ball down your throat, grow up and get over it, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And every once in a while, you know, like that first touchdown pass that Joe Milton had against Alabama the other day was what, like 40 yard pass. I mean, it it was a dime. It looked great. So like, it's not like you're incapable, but the ground and pound thing is is kind of, I think that's different for, than how we're used to preparing for a Tennessee team. Um, so, especially compared to last year's team, where you know you knew you had a capable quarterback who could air the ball out and and was accurate all all day long. Uh, What's happened but, for us this year is it's not that we've been incapable; it's that we've agreed. had a lot of miscues. Like, yeah, you go back and watch some film. I mean. So at one point this year, this is this is a terrible stat, but this is true. It was before the what game was that? It was before the Alabama game because we had a bye week. Mm-hmm. I think no A and M before the A and M game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Joe Milton was eight of thirty on balls twenty yards or more. Eight of thirty. And half of those incompletions were drops. And so you got to help out a quarterback who was struggling early, who now, I mean, Alabama, he goes 28 for 41, 275, two scores, rushes for 58 yards. Like those are Hendon Hooker numbers. Like, so you're, you're happy to see that. But the biggest thing that I am pounding, 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 this entire week is can Joe Milton stack games because he just did it against <coughs> best team in the conference right now, but other right. than Georgia, can can he stack games? If he can, ten, Tennessee's fine. But like you said, 
we have turned and it felt like it felt like early we were a little handicapped by the pass game being so bad so that we just ran the ball we're averaging i think 217 on the ground a game right now so it's a lot of, that's a lot yeah and especially when you have ray davis on the other side running the ball for kentucky i, I think that i mean maybe that's the matchup to kind of watch too is to see which which team ends up having the better day running the ball because uh, clearly both teams are going to do it. Uh, you yep. can count on that on both sides. And uh, both defenses are going to have to prepare for that. And they've had, we've had two weeks to do that, uh, you know, and an extra game worth of film uh, having been able to watch two games. So we'll see uh, how much that pays off or not. Uh, and I, I will say historically, especially in the Stoops era, like we have not played well typically off of a bye week which is a bizarre stat. I, I don't have the exact number, but like t- anecdotally, uh, that's not something we're, we're typically pretty good at, which is super frustrating. So I, I'm, I'm hoping, like you said earlier in the show, like it's a night game in Lexington. We like, we have to fight for something. We got, we just got embarrassed twice, you know, <laughs> by Georgia. And then again, by Mizzou when we were up by two or three touchdowns in the first half. I mean, you know, like the, it's this, this is the one for us to, to really, this is, this will tell the tale for the rest of the season. Cause we still have to play Alabama. We still have to play South Carolina. Uh, we still have to play Louisville who for some reason this year is also good at football, which is <laughs> sh- shocking and horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's not like, uh, it's not like we have any, we don't really have any cakewalks left in the, for the rest of the, the season, you know, and we kind of yeah. didn't after Florida. So, uh, you know, Again, I can live with the loss to Georgia. I'm stomaching the loss to Mizzou, but if we if we drop this one too and we drop it at home and we play poorly, like I mean, I'm 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 full blown depressed at that point. You know, <laughs> you know, all all I have all I have is beating Louisville at that point. I literally we could drop every other game and I'll I'll stop caring. But uh, oh man, I hate Louisville more than any other team. You know, of course sure. it's, it's an hour and a half away, man. Uh, they up the street. Yeah, it's it's little brother, you know. You just you just don't you don't you don't want to mm-hmm. lose to that one, especially this with this kind of year, you know. Especially if exactly. they end up being like ranked and we're not, and then they win. Oh, for the love! I'll have to delete my my Twitter account. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> like, how much do you think the atmosphere Saturday night will play into this game? Kentucky's been off a week. I know, man. When Tennessee's on a bye week and we're going back, getting ready for a game. It just feels a little different. How much does the environment there change things? I know that Missouri went to Lexington and and, and won at yeah. a night game as well. Um, but I feel like this one's a little different because there is still something to fight for up there uh, yeah. right now. And, and so how much do you think that plays into the game? Yeah, I think the atmosphere is gonna gonna make a big difference. I think that for I mean, if nothing else, everyone's playing for pride both of these teams don't like each other and that neither of them want to lose to each other, which is good. I think that's better for both teams. Like that's going to make both teams play better, hopefully. And so I, I think the, I think, uh, I mean, we saw, we've seen games, even the Missouri game. I mean, we lost it, but like the, the stadium was packed. I mean, we sold that game out, <clears throat> which for Kentucky football, it's, you know, we don't do that all the time. Yeah. So, uh, and, uh, you know, Mark Stoops, you know, called on everybody to show up, uh, you know, early for that noon kickoff for Florida and they did it, you know, packed the stadium out and, uh, you know, so I, I think, I don't know, both of these teams have 
kind of been doing some of the same things where you can play an incredible first half and then forget how to play football in the second. And, you know, I don't really want to, I hope it's not one of those games where one team does that and the other, the other team, you know, outscores the other team by 30 in the second half or whatever. But yeah, I do think the atmosphere is going to make a difference. I mean, the Kentucky fans are passionate. They're loud, even in, even in football, especially, you know, the, over the last few years, it's gotten even bigger. Um, and so, I, but I, I say that to say on paper, ten, Tennessee is still the more talented team. And so, I don't know how much it's going to matter. It just depends on who's going to want it more. Uh, the atmosphere only lasts for so long, you know, cause yeah. we get, we get down by three touchdowns. It's going to be hard to win that place back. Uh, and you know, you want to have like a, a guy like, you know, like Shadur Sanders or something who can like absolutely just take over a game and come back by, you know, de- being down 40 in the fourth quarter or whatever, but we don't have that guy, you know, and, and Ray Davis can't really be all of that. Uh, yeah. and so it's, it's going to be a team effort. It's not going to be one guy. Uh, I mean, Ray Davis definitely won that Florida game, but it's going to take even more than that, I think to win this one. And so I would love to see this be the game where Devin Leary puts something together and figures out how to do it. If he can outduel, you know, Joe Milton and we can run the ground or run the ball on the ground even better than, you know, we might, we might have the edge with the, with the crowd yeah. being, being lit, but yep. uh, I can't say that it's, uh, it's going to be like, uh, I can't say it increases our chances more than marginally. <laughs> before we hop into y'all know it's the midweek chat, man, before we hop in to pump the gas or hit the brakes, Lance, give us one guy on the offensive side of the ball and one guy on the defensive side of the ball that Tennessee should be nervous or should be really trying to lock into obviously i think offensively we know who that guy is yeah um, it, but there it, could be someone else but so so who would that guy be offensively and then on the defensive side of the ball yeah it would offensively it would definitely be ray davis there's there's no question about that he's the most capable offensive player i think we have if i had to pick somebody though other than him that i think could could be a, a, a problem suddenly i'm gonna go barry on brown i still think he has the gas to to do it uh, again, that's another kind of slightly disappointing thing. The the receiving core this year on paper should have been electric, and uh, you know it's been a combination of they've dropped one, they've dropped a lot, and Devin Leary has not been able to throw accurate passes. It's some of both. So, uh, but when you need somebody to to come up with something, I think even last year, man, I mean he he came up with some stuff when we needed him to, and was was electric. And so if we need somebody other than Ray davis to to make some noise I, I would probably put my money on him um defensively though it's still max maxwell harrison i mean that dude is just ridiculous he's everywhere he's he's terrifying uh i'm ho- i'm hoping that he's the kind of guy who's like you're overthinking it and it and that's like the that's a problem like you're over prepared and he's just gonna like you know go uh oh my gosh what was our defensive end from a few years ago place for the dolphins now josh Super allen good. yes josh allen uh, like hopefully like he, obviously he's not playing that same position or whatever but like that that same kind of you know he's coming for you kind of mentality uh, i hope that, that that can be a a challenge against the, the tennessee so man sticking with that hey i love it i love it well look y'all man it's time for pump the gas or hit the brakes we get to do this with the boy lance today so uh we Ooh. both are going to answer pump the gas or hit the brakes we've got three of these today And the first one is this, man. Kentucky rushes for more than 150 yards. Are you pumping the gas or hitting the brakes? I'm going to pump the gas on that one. 
Yeah. I think that I, I'll take the I over. Think, I, I think I'm going to pump the gas too. I just think, you know, last, last week, Alabama had 138. Um, and I feel like the only thing Kentucky is going to be able to do is run the football. Um, and I, I just don't, I just don't know if it'll be enough to win, but I will yeah. pump the gas and I think they could hit like this 156, 160 number somewhere around yeah. there. Um, I'd go 170 probably, but I think but maybe if, not any higher than that. If you keep them below, like my, 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 my number is if you keep them under 180, I think you win the game. I, I if, if you're Tennessee, because you got to yeah. know, like you got to know Devin Leary has just not been Devin Leary. That was at NC state. And nope. You're saying if, and Hey, if you can stop the run, and then you're putting the ball into Leary's hands, you got to like your chances. Heck yeah, absolutely. But I do think <laughs> there's a shot Kentucky does definitely get over 150. So, um, Yeah, I'll, I'll take the gas on that one. Number two, Tennessee scores the first touchdown of the game. Pump the gas or hit the brakes? Uh, I'm going to pump the gas. Tennessee this year on first on first drives, when we receive the kickoff on first drives, is currently scoring at a 79% rate at, on those drives. Like 79% of the first time they touch the football, they're going to score. And I love analytics, and the numbers don't lie. So I think I'm going to take Tennessee to pump the gas on it. Yeah, I – I respect that. And just for argument's sake, I'll take the breaks because I don't want to see it happen. <laughs> and you're you're not wrong that the numbers don't lie. So I'm I'm just gonna roll with my gut. I'm 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 thinking that we we can get a three and out on the first one. Now, are we gonna get a lot of those in the game? Maybe not. But uh I think I think if we can rattle the place enough early, then then we've got a shot at making sure this doesn't happen. So I'll take some I'll, I'll take some I'll take some breaks. Oh man, Devin. Here's the last one, guys. Devin Leary throws two or more touchdowns. Pump the yeah. gas or hit give the brakes. No, give me the brakes, dog. <laughs> <laughs> give me the brakes. No. I'm hitting the brakes too, man. He yeah. just hasn't proved it. I mean, no. You, you, and it's one of those things that we felt about Joe Milton. It was like Joe Milton. We need you to show us that you can, and then we'll start to believe in you. And he yeah. did that. And yeah. so now I think everybody's kind of like, okay, Joe, let's see what we're going to do up here in yeah. Lexington on Saturday. But Devin Leary, he's coming off a bye week. You hope that there's been some timing things, some things like that that have been corrected. But yeah, I can't – nah. Pump the, clearly, I'm, I'm hitting the brakes. It's clearly not a – at least in my estimation, it's not a physical problem for him. He's a no. capable quarterback, obviously. <laughs> Anybody with eyes, like – would see it but like i think it's a mental thing dude he's got to like whatever whatever he's got like uh what do they call it like when a gymnast like suddenly can't do the bar anymore like this, there's a word <laughs> for it or something i don't know yeah it's like i know something, what you're talking about something you've done like a million times in your life and then suddenly like you're you you can't do it and you forget how to do it you're terrified to do it it's almost like you got the yips that's what they call it you get the yips yeah. um i don't know but he needs he's gotta if this bye week can help him like cool that that thing down and just be like all right i'm gonna squash my ego i don't care about the noise i don't care what anybody's saying i know i haven't been as good as i was hoping i would be yeah let's go fix it let's make this the one where we fix it you know if he can do that i still don't think he's throwing for more than two touchdowns 
<laughs> you know, that says a lot. That says if, a lot. If, right there. if the over under is at 1.5, I'm taking the under. Now, I will say for funsies, maybe if, if Devin Leary does throw for two touchdowns and Ray Davis scores at least one more, this is going to be an interesting game. It you definitely know? will be. Uh, now, yeah. if, if Davis gets two, like, even better, you know. So I don't yeah. know. It, I, I think two is a good number to to watch for because I think that would be pretty wild to see Devin Leary throw for two touchdowns at this point in the season. And but shoot, we don't even know what would happen if he did. So give it to me. I'd love to see it. <laughs> but uh, if I'm a if I'm a gambling man, I'm I'm pumping the brakes, <laughs> pumping the brakes on that one, dog. Oh man, y'all, y'all know that I don't give my final score prediction until Friday, but we don't get Lance on Friday. So Lance, as we wrap up the show today, man, what are you thinking? What's your final score prediction for Tennessee, Kentucky, seven o'clock ESPN primetime, man. And you know, I said this, I said with the way Kentucky lost to Georgia and the way they lost to Missouri, how in the world did they get another night game? And our Florida game, wasn't even a not we had a noon kickoff that's what i'm saying i was like what in the world i mean i know we're kentucky but that i mean that was like a little disrespectful at the time yeah. now in retrospect fair enough i guess um <laughs> man, let's talk about it man what's what, what do you got right now what's your final score my my gut wants to say i'm gonna take kentucky 28 24 i think it'll be a tight game i don't think that uh i think it's pretty highly likely that tennessee's up at halftime wouldn't surprise me a bit um, I'm really, I'm really thinking that this could be the kind of game that we, we, we grind something out and, and win one that we probably should have lost. That's the thing that Kentucky football has just always been so terrible at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd love to see this be the one where we fix something like that has all the makings of a game that could go that way. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty smish mashed ab- across the board. I mean, there's a lot of things you could look to in this game where it's like Tennessee has this. And then Kentucky has this and the things are not like mutually exclusive and they're not maybe yeah. like 50 50. So it's hard to see like which one is going to edge out the other. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll take Kentucky 28, 24. I think, I think Ray Davis is going to have to score at least two touchdowns for sure. Uh, where those other points come from. I don't know. Our kicking units, not bad, thankfully. Um, however, Mark Stoops is a, is a, he's a crazy son of a gun sometimes and he will go for on, on fourth downs all over the place. And so we, but against uh, Missouri, that, I mean, that, that killed us. I don't think, I don't know if we got one fourth down conversion that we attempted in that game, maybe one. Mm. Um, So, and there's no way we're going to get out of this game without converting a couple of fourth downs and certainly without converting a a good number of third downs. So um, yeah, it's going to take, it's going to take more than Ray Davis uh, for sure on the offensive side, but I'll still take Kentucky 28, 24. Uh, I can't say that I like it. Cause I don't, but I do like you, you shouldn't my brother. And I appreciate you, bro, for hopping on with me, hopping on with us, with the straight up Tennessee family for this big game yes, up sir. in Lexington on Saturday, man. Thank you. I appreciate you, bro. For sure. Hey, I think everybody, everybody's ready. Everybody's excited. Um, I'm always excited for this game. No matter, no matter what's one. going on in the season, man, I'm, I'm always excited for this one. I got family members that uh, are on both sides of this game. Yeah. So every year it's fun for everybody to text each other because it, it gets it gets hilarious. Um, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it. And thanks for having me on, man. It's always fun to chop always. it up. 
Always, bro. Always, man. Hey, y'all, that was the boy Lance, man. Oh, man. Listen, guys, it's a big week still. We still got another show on Friday. Chop it up Friday, a.k.a. the one more day. We're almost there. We're almost there. And all we need, all we need is to be one point better on Saturday. But we'll be back on Friday, man. Thank y'all for tapping in with us today. Y'all already know what to do, man. Like, comment, subscribe. Hit the bell notification right now. Join the channel. Spotify and Apple listeners, we love y'all. We appreciate it. And, uh, man, I'm excited for Friday's show. Playmakers of the game. Final score predictions. We get to truly break it down and get to the nitty-nitty gritty of those things because... I got to tell y'all that I, I got some keys to victory that I've not used all year long, and you're going to get them on Friday. So, man, I hope y'all have a great rest of your Wednesday. Have a great Thursday. We'll see you back here on Friday for the one more day episode of Kentucky Week. It's your boy Ruck in the building, and it's straight up Tennessee, baby. We'll see you on Friday for the one more day.